Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. The Agriculture Minister, Charlie McConlogue, says deer culling will go ahead because the deer population has basically grown exponentially. And this is now going to happen. 1800 453 106 is the number. Gina's with us on the line in Kildare. Gina, are you in favour of deer culling? Uh, I have to be in favour. I actually think that it's it's the most realistic way of, of controlling the deer population. And you have to cull the the deer or you get so much disease through the herd. They're already riddled with TB and spreading it around the country. I mean, they really have to be controlled. Not just, you know, roads and, and everything and crashes. It, it is a health issue and a biodiversity issue. But biodiversity is actually part of the reason that it's happening, according to this new report that's out. Oh, they they, they destroy young trees. They really do. And deer fencing only helps so much. They They do break it down. They get through it. They get round it. And the like young oak just are gone. They, they destroy every bit of young oak in, in an old growth forest. I know in, in forestry around Wicklow where they are trying to actually keep the old growth going and the old trees going, they have a terrible time keeping them out of, of areas. I presume if you're in Kildare, Gina, you probably have, you know, in, encountered many of them or wild oh, deer riddled. out and really riddled. Oh, sure, I can see them out my, my window some days looking in at me. <laughs> They're not a yeah. bit worried about me either. Yeah. And I'm sure, like, I know now people are going to get in touch and it'll be motorists, you know, drivers will get in contact yeah. talking yeah. about... Inc- uh, they, I mean, it is a danger. I mean, I have seen a fair few dead on the road around here. And I know some people think you can just fence off the roads, but that's seven and eight foot tall fencing. It's It's... How do you pay for that? How do you how do you fence all those areas, or do you just leave certain runs where you're going to have deer running through and you know they're going through? But it's it's just it's it's not a viable option. Okay, but, you know? St- stay with us, Gina. Uh, Jerry Boland is on the line as well. Now, Jerry, you're an animal rights activist. Um, I assume you're against this. Oh, well, yeah, obviously, Andrea, I, I, I believe in the fundamental rights of animals. I'm not going to talk about that here, I think. But just in relation to the deer, like, I'm not denying that there's a problem. Of course, there's a problem, but it's not the deer's fault that there's a problem. And I've read the, um, the new report that's just come out that the Charlie McConnellogue has um, have published today. There's no mention in the report that I could see of any alternative method to culling. Like 50,000 deer were shot last year illegally. 50,000. So at the moment, no one can tell you in the department, in government, anywhere, no one can tell you how many deer are in the country. Um, so it's anecdotal. We know there's a lot of deer, but no. So until we know the actual extent of the problem, as we call it, we don't really know what the solution is. So unfortunately, in Ireland, we have a situation where we are very trigger happy. You know, there are over 6,000 registered shooters in Ireland, and they're going to be, you know, um, what's the word, something at the bit, um, waiting for this to happen okay, because okay. it's been very predictable what's going to happen. Um, so there are alternative methods. What are they the alternatives, take, 
Well, it, it's a range of them, and none of them work perfectly. I, I accept that. Um, but there are certain counties which have a lot more deer than others, like mm. Donegal and Wicklow, yeah. for instance. So there's a possibility of relocation. I know that's a problematic issue, but you can certainly relocate some of them. There is an ultrasound deer whistle, which is commonly used in the United States and Canada. Now, it's not um, full proof completely but what it does is you fix it to the bumper of your car it's a small little device it doesn't cost much to buy and it issues a deer whistle when you're going through woods etc now it doesn't guarantee that the deer won't come onto the road but it's a good deterrent so there's that as well. There's also fencing. Gina has mentioned the fencing. Of course, that's problematic because you can't fence the whole country. But there are the, the point is that there are a variety of alternatives. But unfortunately, but none of which um, you can guarantee work. No, but a combination of them will help. And I don't agree with the fact that like who is trampling on nature here? It's not the deer. Who has upset the ecological balance? who have moved into their territories. So, you know, we're treating the deer as if they've no rights at all. And it's not their fault that they've grown exponentially. Um, it's it's largely our fault How? that we've allowed the situation. And, well, we, because we've, we've disturbed the balance of nature completely. And we've, um, so that is the situation. So nature, when it's allowed, when it's allowed to work itself out, you don't have overpopulation problems. We have an overpopulation problem in lots of different species. Some would say we have an overpopulation of humans. We're not going to be culling humans. I don't really see why the first thing we... I don't see why the first thing we should be doing is getting out the rifle and going into the woods or going up the mountains and shooting animals. 55,000 deer shot dead last year. I was reading in the, the Farmer's Journal earlier this morning, Jerry. but like there was a public consultation carried out at the, the, uh, at the, um, the start or the, the middle of this year. The Irish population actually want a larger cull each year. Well, more culled. Well, I know that because they want to be able to drive in safety. But to the best of my knowledge, there have been plenty of accidents. But to the best of my knowledge, there hasn't been a single fatality in relation to, um, to hitting deer. Um, so you know, people are going to shout at the radio when I say this, but, you know, if you're going through a, an area where you know there are deer, it might help if you slowed down a little bit, you know. So there are a whole lot of things you can do to stop the situation happening in the first place. OK, Damien, um, let I'm, me bring I'm, in Damien for a moment. Yeah, you know, and I accept that. Damien is on the line too. Damien, you accept there is a problem. You're in favour of calling, but only in a controlled manner. Is that right? Good afternoon, Andrea. Thank you for having me on. Uh, yes, Andrea, in the Irish Deer Commission, we're, we're very much um, recognised culling as, as a measure of controlling deer numbers, but very much so it must be done in an evidence-based manner. And it's really crucial when it comes to managing deer numbers that it's not as a result of landowner or political pressure, uh, and it needs to be evidence-based. As, as your other speakers have mentioned, and the actual up-to-date number in terms of the number of deer culled in Ireland is over 60,000 deer. Um, and that doesn't include the growing number of deer killed on our roads and also the, the significant number that are killed illegally or through deer poaching in Ireland. So the true number is, is actually quite higher than that. And at the same time... Sorry, uh, higher, I, Damien, higher than 60,000 each year. But I think it was Jerry mentioned, we, we've no idea at all, though, do we, how many, uh, how many deers are actually, or wild deers are here? Correct. That's it. Like a population census has never been undertaken in Ireland, so we, we don't know at any county level or even at any of our national park levels in terms of how many deer are present in the area. What we do know, though, if deer are unmanaged, typically a deer population is triple every five years in number, 
Um, so, so we do know in the absence of a natural predator that deer numbers do need to be managed and we do know that they can have a negative impact uh, when the numbers become unsustainable. But equally, we would see deer as eco-engineers in terms of uh, having positive impacts on the countryside when the numbers are managed at a sustainable level. And so it's really about finding that balance between understanding the needs of farming and forestry and the wider ecosystem and having a population that's sustainable, that has a positive impact and not a negative impact. And I, I fully appreciate, Andre, that like the management of wildlife is really an emotive topic. Mm. Um, and, uh, and that's totally understandable. But, it, it, you know, and it must be done in a manner that obviously is that's sustainable and obviously takes into account of animal, animal welfare issues as well. You're from the Deer Commission. Jerry mentioned there um, there were other alternatives to basically shooting deer. We could, we could relocate them. Uh, you mentioned what, Jerry? A, a deer whistle, was it, that you can stick in your car and fence it? A deer whistle you can buy cheaply. It, it, it emits an ultrasound and the deer can hear it and we can't. Will that work, Damien? Yeah, so I, 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 and I'm aware of that method in terms of reducing deer VP collisions. Um, probably the primary factor in terms of other than deer being on our roads is driver behaviour. So we would regularly um, advise the public and motorists in regards to when you're driving between the hours of, of sunset and sunrise when deer are most active and you're in a mountainous and you're in a forestry area, expect to see deer, you know, in those areas. And, you know, it's all about reducing speed, you know, dimming your headlights when you see deer that you don't cause the deer to freeze on the road and expect to see more. Um, but even Damien, like, I, look, I don't have the stats in front of me, but I mean, I have been driving along um, rural areas, rural roads at home in Donegal, even in, in parts of County Sligo before, you know, at night, even 11 and 12 at night. And I've had, you know, I've watched two and three deer run out in front of me. And even at, you know, 40 or 50 kilometres an hour, I absolutely would not fancy hitting a big yeah. deer on the road like that at night. Yeah, and that's, that's uh, totally understandable. Nobody wants to be involved in, 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 in a, a collision with a, with, with a deer. And particularly in Donegal, you have a red deer, which is the largest of our deer species. So absolutely. I suppose what we're speaking about there is mitigation measures in terms of how do you potentially reduce, you know, accidents or fatalities on a road um, in, in terms of deer vehicle collisions. And that is recognised in terms of reducing speed, you know, and being observant and driver behaviour. It would never stop all accidents, you know, but it, it would certainly... Um, help, help that measure. Okay. Bertie is with us as well. Uh, Bertie, you're part of the IFA in Galway. Are you in favour yes. of deer culling? Yes, because uh, we have a huge problem with the deer from the River Shannon back out to Connemara. We have uh, the sleeve off deer running from the River Shannon and it, it spans for about 30 to 40 kilometres and it's about 10 miles wide. And all in that, there's forestry and all through Galway, there's a lot of forestry owned by the state, a lot of it. And they're approaching on the roads, accidents, onto farmlands. And we have a huge lot of outbreaks of TB up along the Clarendon Bridge, our Drahan areas, Gart areas. And it has to be common and spread by the deer because there is no testing of the deer. They're just wandering onto farmlands. There was 375 deer counted the other night on a five-kilometer space radius. So, like, when you have that amount of deer approaching onto farmers' lands and the threat of TB coming onto their dairy herds and sucker herds and beef herds, it's a huge problem. And that's where we see the problem, and they have to be culled and controlled, and the state is not doing it at the moment. You're talking about culling even more than the 55,000 that we did last year? With the amount of deer that's encroaching onto farmers' lands, there are destroying young trees that are going onto freshly established farmland, you know, that has been reseeded. 
and they're destroying it because they're eating a bear coming on. There's huge herds of them being there 20, 30 deer in each field in the morning. So, like, it's very hard to farm with those kind of numbers coming in, especially through the, the, the dairy herd and this cattle herd. It's a huge problem, and people don't realise it unless you're living in these areas. We are living among them. Sure, it's affecting your livelihood. Yeah, and they're on the roads every night. We pass the roads into Perdomino along that Slivokta area. They're crossing all the time. And when it isn't one or two you have crossing, you have usually herds of 15 mm. or 16 that go in, in, in herds. So it is a problem, and nobody can say it's not a problem for farmers trying to farm in all these areas. And it's not just around this area. It's throughout all Galway, back as far as Connemara, Oakterard, all those areas, there's problems there as well. If it's done in a humane way, Jerry. I mean, when you listen to Bertie's, you know, situation there. Um, look, I started, Andre, by saying that this is an issue and I'm not denying it's an issue. But, you know, I'm coming from a position where most of your listeners aren't coming from. I'm coming from the position of, you know, I've lived a vegan lifestyle for 35 years. I haven't killed an animal for 35 years. I haven't eaten one. I don't agree with the fact that the first thing we do when there's an overpopulation of animals, the first thing we do is we trigger happy and we shoot them. That, 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 That doesn't mean that I don't acknowledge that there's a problem. Mm. The, the Irish Deer Management Strategy Group have, have published 15 actions today. And one of the actions which I'd be very concerned about, although I can see why they're doing it because it's pragmatic, is that they're going to set up local deer management units. Now, essentially what they will do, because the main reason for setting them up will be just locally arrange the shooting of deer. So you're going to have gun clubs all over the country shooting deer all over the place. And so it's going to become it's going to become kind of a massacre because we might have too many deer, although I don't agree with that term. Um, But we're going to end up having shooting of deer literally all over the country within 12 months. Is that overstating it, Damien? You're from the Deer Commission. I I, I can relate to Jerry's concerns there and it is a concern amongst those who are involved in deer management and conservation that, you know, in recent months we've seen a lot of particularly, particularly bigger pardon, uh, political comments uh, around deer and claims of overpopulation and so on. And as we mentioned earlier on, the population is not known. <clears throat> That's not taking away from the issues, you know, that were just identified in Galway. And we know from the data, when we look at the data in terms of the coal returns, that when you look at the counties of Wicklow, for example, is responsible for one third of the national coal. So that t- indicates that there's a problem in Wicklow. But when you include the counties of Galway, Donegal, Cork, Warford, Tipperary and Kerry, mm. it represents 75% of the national goal. So that indicates where the issues may lie. Yeah. That doesn't mean all those counties have an issue. No. But, but anyway, it, one of the issues that we're seeing is that because of these ill-informed comments, you know, be it around deer numbers or TB, is that we've seen a significant increase in hate crime or wildlife crimes against deer, where deer are just being indiscriminately shot and dumped, you know, on, on in the countryside. And, and that's a worrying development for many okay. would, 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 Bertie, some of the suggestions from Jerry a few moments ago, like relocation and, and more fencing um, and other maybe, you know, tech instruments like this, the deer whistle and things like that. Like, could you try any of those first? Would you be willing um, to? I think where he's coming from with the relocation, I don't know how you would even attempt to try and get into a 1,200 acre forest and try and locate deer and wild animals to try and move them on to somewhere else. And I think where you're talking about uh, indiscriminate shooting, I think that's a bit out because any of the deer shooters are all, you know, they are are regulated. They have to give returns of what they shoot and where they are shot and whose land they are shot on. 
and you have to give permission as a farm owner to let them in on your land and give them your your numbers of your land that they can shoot on. So it is well regulated by the by the shooters and and the department of the wildlife okay. that they are shot normally. Look, deer calling, as you've heard, it's uh, it's to go ahead due to the um, yeah the ever-increasing growing population, it would seem. According to the Agriculture Minister, Charlie McConnell, today, I want to know how you feel about it. Do you support the move? 087-1400-106. That is the WhatsApp number. Gina, Jerry, Damien and Bertie, thank you for, for getting in touch with us. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.